Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. All right, welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. Uh, We are glad that you have gathered uh, with us today and are listening. Uh, Today we are talking about black lives, blue lives, and all lives. And the real reason why this is an important uh, discussion is because we have to figure out which t-shirt it is that we are going to purchase because purchasing the right t-shirt in this particular time is important. So Kenny, which t-shirt do we buy? Yeah, this is a really important question. And I would (laughs) say you need to either find a t-shirt that has all of the slogans on it. Okay. Or you don't need to buy any of the t-shirts. All the slogans are none. All the slogans on the same t-shirt. On the same t-shirt. Not by... Individual Dude, you know, T-shirts with the slogans on it, but you maybe have to we buy. could have like an official diversity and fellowship podcast T-shirt, and we could have all the slogans on there. There we go, man. All That's the what slogans. I'm saying. I'm we could get, we could even, we could even expand it. We could get like all the political slogans. We could get everything. We just get all just the slogans, just everything on there. T-shirt. Yep. There we go. And then that way you could walk down the street and simultaneously offend every single person, everybody that you meet right. on the street, because that's. What we're trying Sounds to good, man. You just have diversity and fellowship in the middle, and all the slogans around it. That'd be I, good. I, I like that. I like it. I like it. All right, so uh, yeah, we're being facetious a little bit, joking around, but let's. We do need to dive into this issue. This is something that people are talking about. Obviously, uh, if you're watching the NBA right now, Black Lives Matter is on the court, right, right and on their jerseys and things. And uh, obviously, there are others who are uh, talking about uh, Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, and so. What are, what are, how do you kind of view the origins of these slogans or these ideas? So Black Lives Matter started um, around 2013 after the Trayvon Martin incident. Um, as a reminder, Trayvon Martin, um, black kid walking through uh, a white neighborhood and George Zimmerman sees him walking through and, and calls the police on him and police tell him not to go and actually try to try to track him down. But he does anyway, and he, he um, there's a altercation, um, as George Zimmerman tells it, and um, he shoots Trayvon Martin, as he says, in self-defense. Um, and so George Zimmerman is, has charges brought against him, and he is found not guilty. And so Black Lives Matter co- comes from that um, idea that uh, something should have happened to George Zimmerman. Right. That that there wasn't justice in this case, and it seems like that the lives of black people um, mm. don't matter. And so this organization was started from that as a response to Black Lives Matter. I mean, when you listen to the slogan, it seems like what they're trying to say is that only Black Lives Matter. Right. But that's not the the idea that they're they're coming across. What they're saying is it doesn't seem like. Black Lives Matter, right? And we want to let you all know that they do matter. Not right. saying that only Black Lives Matter, but that's what came across to certain people that mm-hmm. 
Black Lives Matter is saying that only Black Lives Matter. And so the the natural response to that, if you're saying that only one group matters, the, the natural response to it is all lives, all matter, lives matter, right? Right. And, and we would say absolutely all lives right. matter. But as a slogan, all lives matter is, is a counter to Black Lives Matter, the idea that only Black Lives Matter, but that wasn't the the idea that was trying to be portrayed. Um, and then when, when a, lo- a lot of the Black Lives Matter thing has to do with police brutality, yes. um, injustice when it comes to law enforcement and whatnot. And so you got Black Lives Matter in, in every instance that happens when there's a a, a, a black man or a black woman being right. being shot or, or killed by police officers. And mm-hmm. so depending on how you view that right you're gonna right. you're gonna if you say black lives matter that the natural response to that is blue lives matter right right because um there's incidents when they feel like police are justified in the way in mm. which they handle those situations and then there's there's incidents in which police policemen's lives are put in danger or where policemen are dying because you know they are actually being right. hunted by by you know, black people and whatnot. So blue lives matter is a response to black lives matter as well. It's it's not like people were going around saying all lives matter and blue lives matter before black lives matter came out. Okay. It was, it's just a counter to the idea of black lives matter. So that's why I say with, with, in regards to the t-shirt, you you either need a t-shirt with all of them on there Mm -hmm. or you need a t-shirt with, None of them on there. None of them on there. Because okay. w- when when you hear the phrase "Black Lives Matter," when you, when you see that phrase, your response—if your response is uh, "That's not true," uh, "Blue Lives Matter," "Of All Lives Matter," you, you seem like a racist. Yeah. Right. And then if you wear the shirt that just says "Black Lives Matter," it, it may just be perceived that you're saying mm-hmm. that only Black Lives Matter instead right. of yes. Black Lives Matter also. Yes. Um, and it just doesn't seem like that, that they are being treated the same as other lives in mm-hmm. our um, nation, in our society. I mean, as, as goofy as this sounds, like, I mean, if it if the slogan would have been Black Lives Matter 2. I like that. I actually, for, for myself, I, I mean, like that. that. But you, you think that's more what was, if you trace it all the way back to the, you know, Trayvon Martin issue and the Trayvon Martin tragedy, like, is that you? You would say I believe what came out of that, the idea was, hey, look, Black Lives Matter just as much as White Lives, right. just as much as Blue Lives, just whatever else, right? Yeah, Black Lives Matter just as much, right? But then from there, it's kind of gotten skewed into this, you know, it's Black Lives are Black Lives Matter only, right? Whereas, and then and then you have these responses of no, 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 all lives matter. Right, blue lives matter. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that that that's what happened. The intention right. was to say Black Lives Matter to people mm-hmm. heard Black Lives Matter only. only. Yeah, and some of that could be just bad, you know, marketing. <laughs> right, <laughs> but yes. some of it, I, I believe, is also just a an unwillingness to deal with some of the issues mm. that the organization was bringing up at the time. It, it wasn't necessarily um, uh, we misunderstand what they're trying to say through the slogan, but that we don't want to necessarily acknowledge some of the issues of injustice that they are actually 
bringing up. Yes, and I, I think that's the. I mean, you know, if we're if we're going to say okay, as Christians, uh, if we're going to follow the Bible and believe the Bible, trust the Bible. I mean, of course, the Bible would affirm that all lives matter. Absolutely, right. Every every life matters. Right. Uh, we we would never say that. And we're not going to try to say when this life matters more than this life, or these people are more significant than these people. I mean, biblically, because of the Imago Dei, because we're all created in the image of God, I mean, we would say all lives matter. Amen. Right? I mean, there's that. But it feels like, and I'm with you on this, it feels like the, the folks who are kind of throwing that slogan out, you're just, it's just kind of this way to say, hey, look, all lives matter. So let's talk, let's stop talking about racism. Yes. Let's stop talking about uh, injustice. All, all lives matter. <laughs> right. And, and I know some, I don't think, I think some people mean, even with the all lives, I mean, I think obviously some people mean Imago Day, right? All lives matter. Yes. But but then there are others who seem to be trying to communicate, hey, let's, let's not talk, you know, we ended racism with civil rights. Racism is not a big problem anymore. Uh, all lives matter type thing. And so yes. I... Again, part of that is just shows the um, the unique trouble with slogans. Yes, because you're trying to be short, right? Twitter taught us this. Right. Taught us this, right? You have short. to you got to be short and sweet. But unfortunately, without context, without understanding, sometimes you can be so short that it communicates something that you're not trying to communicate. Right. Um, or you can have two people using the exact same slogan that mean almost. Po- you know, opposite things, right? Even from the same slogan, yeah. And so, some of the exact same slogan, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the difficulty I think with with some of these things, and I, I think it's important, um, you know, for us to be just to just to recognize it is good. It's helpful to to kind of go back and trace and say, okay, where how did all this kind of start? Um, so, comment quickly. You you mentioned, um, you kind of said after the Trayvon Martin um, tragedy happened, there was kind of this response. And the Black Lives Matter movement kind of began, and then there was an organization, right? So, I, at least at least on on my Twitter feed and social media feed, uh, I see a lot of response against the organization, right? So, so can you con- con- make um, give us a response to that? Say so the unique um, thing about the organization is it was one of the first. Um, kind of civil rights organizations, kind of, um, you know, black-led, black-focused organizations that didn't begin in the church. Mm, Interesting. So the church being normally was the center of of the black community. And so most of these organizations that started, whether by Martin Luther King or the NAACP, no matter whichever one it was, it was started in the church, but this organization wasn't necessarily started in the church, and it wasn't started by men. It was started by by, by women. Okay, and so um, the organization may have some views that that we as Christians would say uh, we shouldn't necessarily, or we shouldn't absolutely, right, <laughs> support some of those views. And so some of those views would be, and one one in particular, I would say that would be problematic for us is to is the idea that black women should should have access to um, abortion rights, mm, um, right. similar to other groups of women, right? And and we would say, no, no, no black women nor any other color women 
um, mm-hmm. should have access to abortion rights because not only do black lives matter outside of the womb, yeah, that's right. but they matter also inside of the womb. That's right. So it, it makes it difficult for um, Christians, people who profess Christ, to to endorse an organization that would hold those that mm. one particular view especially, but there's other things that would be problematic um, right. in regards to the organization, but especially that one, that w- it would be difficult for us as Christians to say we, we support that organization, mm. uh, but we can, we don't necessarily have to be against the slogan, Yep. but we, we can't support the organization. We would agree that black lives matter just like any other lives, but right. not necessarily that we, we need to, um, show that by supporting that organization. Let me push you a little bit on this issue. Like, so you're, you know, you're saying obviously we would agree with Black Lives Matter in in, in the sense that right, right, Black Lives Matter too. Yes. Um, but but you would say at the be- you said at the beginning right, you're not going to buy a Black Lives Matter T-shirt. You're not you're, you're not you'd only buy one. <laughs> right. <laughs> with all the slogans. So is there a like is there a place right now in our country because of our history? Is there a place where we can say, yes, let's support Black Lives Matter? I mean, you understand what uh-huh, I'm saying? Right. Like, and because of the history, because of what we're trying to communicate, because of, um, you know, the issues with uh, police and injustice in the, in the, what, um, you know, in the courts. And, and, and so is, is this a time to say, to try to recognize, hey, look, there is systemic racism, there is white privilege, like right. those things are real. And what, what we're trying to communicate with Black Lives Matter, which obviously we've probably str- you know has, has struggled, right? But but what, the the original goal of trying to communicate Black Lives Matter too, right? There is a place for that. Yeah. What what I would say is, and 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 different people are going to hold different views, and so my my view upon T-shirts or slogans or uh, posts on social media even is that. Um, those things can be like like I can buy a Black Lives Matter T-shirt or I can put Black Lives Matter as my profile picture on sure. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then those things can Twitter, I can, they can the, make me, the, the Twitter account the Twitter that you account have with that I eighteen followers, right? You just <laughs> that now, I actually don't use. Just like right? a few minutes ago, you <laughs> right. put a picture on. Just put a picture on it now. Yeah, but I, I could have put that Black Lives Matter picture on <laughs> there. Yes, and then I could have felt like I've actually done something. Ah, right. Okay. And so, or I can hashtag Black Lives Matter, and I can feel like I've actually done something. And but I've really haven't done anything. Hmm. All, all I've done is buy a T-shirt. Well, which maybe that money could go to the organization, and an organization can use that money, or you know, right. however you feel like you want to do it. But for me, I also have kind of have a policy is that I don't want to be unnecessarily offensive. Okay. And so that seems like the opposite of everything in culture. Right. It's the opposite. Right. (laughs) So so we're just going to shout these slogans at each other. That's Right. Yeah. And we're not going to get anywhere because as soon as I hear you say blue lives matter or as soon as I hear you say black lives matter, I shut down. Right. And I can't have any conversation anymore. Right. And so let's get beyond the slogans. Let's get beyond the t-shirts. Let's get beyond those things. And let's actually have conversations. Okay. And so the, the and what the slogans end up doing is like, they just offend and, and we can't even 
you know, have a civil conversation anymore. Right. And so I would, and that's kind of where I am with, with slogans, organizations, and all those things. It's like I can show my support by fighting for the initiatives that <laughs> that actually are biblical initiatives, right? Okay. That that actually strive for justice versus trying to use these different slogans to convey my point. Okay. That there's better ways for me to do that. Right. Good. What are maybe some um, what are maybe some biblical passages or some biblical principles that we could point folks to when we're talking about you know just avoiding you know under understanding the whole idea of Black Lives Matter too. I mean that's important, right? But but also understanding Imago Day. I mean we've talked a little bit about that, which would be Genesis one. But but what else could we kind of? What are some other principles maybe that we could point folks to uh, that we feel like speaks into this issue? Yeah. I would say throughout the Bible, we, we see where God, he places an, an emphasis in, in several different locations in the Bible where he's talking about how Israel or how the church should care for the orphans. Or you go to James 1 where it talks about orphans and widows yes. in distress. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what God is saying there is that these group of people, they are being oppressed or they are less fortunate than other groups of people. He's not saying that these are the only people that matter. Right. Right. That that orphans and widows in distress are the only people that the church should care for because they're the only people that matter. No, what he's saying is that these people are are um are less fortunate in, mm. in our society. And and throughout the Bible we see that where where God tells um his people to take care of the immigrant or yes. are, are just particular groups of people, even going to like the priest or, you know, the people who work in the temple, not saying that you shouldn't care for other people, but that these particular people um, are worthy, are, are worthy of a certain amount of dignity, and they don't necessarily have it at that point in time. Mm. And that's the message that Black Lives Matter was trying to get across is that we're not saying that we're better than other people. We're right. just saying that at this moment in time, um, we're, we're not afforded the same rights, the same dignity that other groups are, other groups have in our society. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think, I think it's really, really important for, you know, you, I mean, I, I think it's important for, for, for white folks to understand that. Right, that that's that's the heart of it. Yes. If when you're when you're trying to have conversations with people with um, people of color or or others, understand that that's the heart of it. Right. Um, are there are there outli- are there people out there that are saying Black Lives Matter more? There are absolutely. Right? Um, and so you have to be aware of that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody who says Black Lives Matter is saying that. Right. Right. Probably the most the majority are saying Black Lives Matter too. Right. Yes. This is. Um, and so I think we can. We need to be. We need to understand that in our responses. Um, we need. We need to. Um, and and I think as Christians, you know, we need to be able to come come alongside our brothers and sisters and say, you know, help us understand that. Help help us see that. Uh, help us. Uh, we we want to help. We want to partner with you. We want to do the things. And that's kind of going back to where you were talking about. Um, you know, looking for instead of you know instead of buying a T-shirt or making mm-hmm. a post, actually looking for boots on the ground ways to uh to help the black community to help uh really anyone in the community that's oppressed right and what, what right. i think i keep thinking um you know i for years i've been now involved with the pro-life movement and um 
I mean, the, the pro-life movement is saying we, we are trying to give a voice to those who don't have a voice, or we're, we're trying to speak up for those who uh, are oppressed, right? We would say those, yes. those that are in the womb. And, um, and so we're, we're trying to do that. And, and really, in one sense, that's, that's the same idea, right? I mean, we want to we communicate that, there, that, yes, all lives matter, but all lives are not being treated equally in our yes. country. I mean, we have to—and re- once we recognize that and admit that, um, th- then we can try to say, okay— how do we partner with them? How do we partner together right. to to address some of these issues? Are we going to end it tomorrow? No. Never. But we can actually start working towards uh, some some um, some solutions. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, good stuff. Anything else? What else would you say as far as is, is really trying to map? Like, what's a way forward when we think about kind of this... Black lives, blue lives. What, what are maybe some practical takeaways that could be helpful? Uh, even speak to the social media issue, which is where I see this kind of play out a lot in, right. my, in my life. Um, what, what are what's some advice that you would give to people? Yeah, I would say that, as I said before, is that when when you're talking about supporting black lives or blue lives or all lives, there are. There, there's ways to do it in which you're not just spewing a slogan. And, and the reason why I said buy, buy a T-shirt with all of them on there is because you, those things can actually intersect. Right. Like you can, you can support Black Lives Matter and also support Blue Lives Matter. Hmm. Uh, you don't have to be like, like your, your response to Black Lives Matter doesn't have to be Blue Lives Matter. You can be like, yes, Black Lives Matter and, and Blue Lives Matter and right. all lives matter. Yeah. Um, and so find, find ways in which to, to say that instead of using slogans to, to counteract somebody else's slogan, right. just um, realize that you can, you can be all those things. Like, I, I believe that Black Lives Matter. I don't right. necessarily support the organization. Right. I believe that Black Lives Matter. I also believe that Blue Lives Matter. That's right. And, and I show that by being a DPS chaplain here That's locally. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I support our, our police locally. But I also understand that, that there's going to be some some bad black people. There are going to be some bad police officers. That's right. There's going to be some some bad Hispanics. There are going to be some bad white people. There are going to be that, I mean, we're we're all That's sinners, right. and so you have to realize that none of these things are perfect, and that we shouldn't support any organization, any earthly organization, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, except the church, maybe. That's right. right? And, yeah. and and even in the church, we're working to improve it. That's right. And always, so, always reforming. Always, always reforming. Always right? growing. Yeah. Always, yeah. We're 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 not trying to be stagnant. So instead of being against everything that we feel like um, goes against what we're trying to hold on to, maybe let's try to find ways in which to improve it. Hmm. And instead of saying I'm just totally against Black Lives Matter, maybe say, Hey, how can we make that better? Right? Yeah. <laughs> how can we work mm-hmm. to to make the focus of this organization better? Hmm. Or instead of being against Blue Lives Matter, like, oh, okay, well, we do acknowledge that um, there are good police officers, right? Yeah. We do acknowledge that. But wh- what we're trying to do is we're not trying to, I mean, you know, some of the crazy stuff that comes out, abolish, you know, the police right. or, yeah. or, you know, or mm-hmm. defund the police. And, and even then you got to be careful about even that slogan because I don't think they mean get rid of the police, right? Right. They just mean, you know, 
refocused the police. And that's a bad mm-hmm. slogan, probably still. But it is. But, yeah, that's right. But you know, the even when, when we are talking about things like that, it's like we're we're not. We're, I mean, it's it's not a good idea to get rid of the police. Right. It, it, that's that's not a good idea. But we, we want to make sure that there are good policies on board in regards to the police. Mm-hmm. Like we can't say that you know all all police are good and all of their policies are good and i mean that's just unrealistic and yeah, just that's right, right? Mm-hmm. it's just unrealistic in a society that's created by by sinners and we also want to make sure that w- when we're talking about like black lives matter are we talking about all black lives mm-hmm. right yeah are, are we talking about those in the womb that's are right. we talking about yep. you know I mean, are we really addressing all black laws? Or are we just focused on certain black laws? And mm. so, I mean, there's a way forward is is to be don't just play with it on the surface. Like you got to get beneath the surface and start having those like we, we, we talked about in other podcast episodes is that you got to start having those conversations and you have to you have to get involved at some level mm. to, to say that, hey, we're, we're fighting for for justice. We're showing support to to our officers, we're doing all those things to actually show that that all lives matter, that the people yeah. who feel like that their their lives don't matter, that we're actually engaging them and, and trying to figure out what the issues are and how we can make them feel like their lives do matter. Well, that's good. Yeah, I think that's, man, that's good. I, I Just a second. I mean, I, I think it is important for all of us to realize that there are people in our country who feel like their lives don't matter. Right that their lives don't matter to the police at times, that their mm-hmm. lives don't matter to uh, the wealthy, the uh, the government, the influential, you know, whatever it is. Right. And we should all be working hard to love on them and, and show, right? Yeah. Uh, and you may say, well, that's not true. They, they do matter. Well, <laughs> I, I get that. But if but don't, you know, if they don't feel like they matter, if they can point to certain things, certain events like Trayvon Martin or, right. or other, all these other events that have happened since, since then and so many that, um, we don't know about because they they haven't been covered by the by the by news. But if if these events are happening and people have these feelings and have these experiences, we, we need to at least try to come alongside and say, "Hey, how can we help? What can we do? How can we encourage you? How can we love on you?" I mean, that is what the church is called to do, right? And, and if we're if we're basically just trying to say, "Hey, just get over it," or 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 we're going to respond with, "Well, yeah, well, Black Lives Matter." Well, so does Blue Lives. You, you know, right. if we're just going to respond yeah. in kind of that kind of way, it's like, man, we're not going to we're, we're not going to be loving anybody. You know, we're not going to be helping. So that's good. I, I think that's really really helpful. Consistency is is so important. I think I you, you know it, it, I think what you said is really really key. We're not over here trying to say defund the police, right? And we're not over here trying to say the police are perfect. Right. Like that that's incons right? That, yeah. That's that's problematic. Let's try to come together and say, okay, where are the problems? Yes. Why does the black community feel targeted by police at times? You know, what what has created that? What's the history? You know, all those things and and try to address those um and, and be consistent with both group you know, be consistent with both uh right. how, how we measure measure things. So all right. Well, uh as as far as a resource um, I'm going to recommend a resource today just because Kenny didn't want to plug his own sermon. And so, uh, Kenny preached a sermon on January 19th, uh, here at our church at Grace Bible Fellowship, uh, called Why All Lives Matter. 
that was our Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, plus we were uh, celebrating MLK Day. And so, uh, can you preach that sermon? We will try to put a link up in uh, the podcast notes and, and on uh, our Facebook page. Uh, but just, uh, he really is uh, diving into Psalm 139, and it's just a great explanation for a lot of what we've talked about today. Some of those principles that we've talked about today come uh, come from that. And so, really encourage you to give that sermon a listen. That is, again, Why All Lives Matter, uh, preached by Pastor Kenny King. So, all right, uh, good stuff. What about our, our crazy question for the day? Do you want to introduce that? That's I will introduce crazy the crazy question. question. Mm. Crazy question for today is, what was your craziest t-shirt and or outfit? Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. There are so many that I would love to talk about and that people would love to hear me talk about. But the one that I'm going to mention is when I was in seventh grade, we would go to the mall in Clarksville, Tennessee, and there was a, a, book, a Christian bookstore in the mall called Limstone. That was the name of the bookstore. And I spent like probably 70% of any of the money that I made in, or had <laughs> at the Christian bookstore, right? So we went. And so I, would always, I was always buying these cheesy, terrible, goofy Christian t-shirts just because I loved them and and that's what I that's what I wanted to buy. Um and and there was one that was in there and and on the front it just kind of had this kind of wavy uh wavy wording, wavy font and the question was have you experienced are you experienced have you experienced peace? I think is what it says. Have you experienced peace? And I thought it was cool. It was like a white shirt and the writing was in like purple and it was all bubbly and wavy and then I think on the back it had like a you know, a, a verse, something, a verse about Jesus being peace or something like <laughs> yes. that, right? And uh, I love that shirt. I bought that shirt. I loved it. I mean, I thought it was the greatest shirt. But the thing I did not know and I did not realize, I don't think until college, is that act- it was actually a play on Jimi Hendrix's first album, right? Are You Experienced? Wow. Uh, and so it's just funny to me when I realized that I remember, you know, seeing like the artwork for Jimi Hendrix's first album and thinking, Oh, that's why my shirt was like that. <laughs> and so, anyway, that was... You did um, not know what yeah, you were yeah. repping. There are some really, really, really seriously goofball outfits and stuff that I wore through the years, Man. but I'm going to turn that question to you now. What was the craziest t-shirt outfit Man. That, you ever, that you ever sported? Back in my like junior high, early high school days, there was this clothing line that was really popular called Cross Colors. Cross Colors. Cross color. Hey, y'all got to look that up, yes. man. Got to Google cross color and look at some of those images, man. I'm telling we might, you. We might be able, we might try to find a we'll, way to we'll do some of, that. some of that. We might we'll try to find, find some way to do some of that. Man, I'm telling you that it had so many colors, so many designs. Mm. I mean, it mm. was all over the place. But man, if you had cross colors and you, were you was a brother or sister back in these days, you were in. You were, I mean, you were, you were the, the stuff. stuff. You could take that but, to the club and right. people would love it. I'm telling you, man, you were fresh. <laughs> you, you didn't have fresh. to. You were clean. But nice. see, you know, like you couldn't it. just wear cross colors. You you had to have the army boots too. Oh wow! Like yes. you had to have yeah, like you got army the boots. The whole outfit. Had right. the whole outfit. You had nice. to have your like your jeans tucked into your boots type stuff. Nice. Man, I'm telling you, this was nice. And it, you you were fresh back then, man. Nice. I'm telling you, I need to find mm. me some cross colors. Cross. And come, and Let's bring it back. Them. Let's bring it back. Preaching it one Sunday. Preaching it. See how that goes, man. If we could get if we can make that happen, we will definitely get man, some video, some pictures of that. It wasn't cheap either, man. I'm telling you. So you no, that was the be, stuff. Yeah, you had to be on it back that was in the good day. Stuff. Oh man. 
Well, hope that's been uh, encouraging to you today. Uh, we, we thank you so much uh, for listening this week, and we will catch you with the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.